I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Laurie Sanchez, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Your sausages in the frying pan, ladies and gentlemen. It's the football ramble. Lovely to have your ears. Jim's with me. Hello. Pete's here. Yes, I am. Luke's also here. All right. And I'm Marcus. All right, then, chaps. We've got an opening question for you. Uh, Former Wigan defender Ian Dezeu, since retiring from the game, has become a detective. I didn't know this, and I love this. Watching a detective. Um, the BBC <laughs> reported on this. <laughs> um, he's been investigating cases involving human trafficking and drugs, so quite serious stuff. But it, I want to know. I thought of him as like a proper gumshoe. Like yeah. a Dutch gumshoe. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like a sexual position. Until, you, until the last sentence you were about to read out, I, I thought you, 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 the way you phrased it is like yeah. he's just taken it upon himself to be a detective. <laughs> <laughs> he's not actually affiliated with anything. He's turning himself into crimes. Yeah. Like, like you know, anyone in any ITV drama ever. Yeah. Well, yeah. No I'm rules. a butcher, but I also solve crime, and the police just let me. <laughs> That's not true, Jim. Um, if you were a detective, though, and you needed a psychic from the fabulous world of football, who would you choose, Jimmy? Well, um, the good cop bad cop um, sort of double act thing is obviously quite a big thing Very in, big. in the reality of being a detective and of as course. you guys all know I am like I am hard I am like a hard <laughs> yeah. man so I'm going to need, need someone good cop, quite yeah. like nice and avuncular mm-hmm. uh, to go alongside me which is I would choose Martin Yole oh, <laughs> I think yeah, that would be a great little good cop bad cop combination <laughs> with me just laying down the law to the yeah. scumbags you know and him sort of lulling them into a full sense of security before I just nick them yeah. Martin Yole's almost like a good cop bad cop in one though yeah. he can yeah, be very avuncular he's Exactly, you but you, I reckon he, if it got if shit went down, he would know where to be. But if you were to keep those um, positions, that good cop, bad cop, with you and y'all, I don't think anything would get solved. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it because you're not but a half man. Seems to yeah. be like an insult. <laughs> <laughs> it's an attempt. Martin an Yell would be like Strubwaffle, and then he'd give it to him, and it's really a coaster. And he goes, "I'm the hard cop now," and then he'd eat the. Oh, okay. Well, th- yeah. Thank you for your contribution, um, I've, I've and that's brought you back into the race for the points, Jim. <laughs> Pizza, Pete, what have you got? It, it is a rare ramble where I've had a drink before uh, we started. So Not that rare. No, <laughs> rare. Um, Peter, uh, I think I've got the same as Luke's. What? Why do you think that? Because we, we we shared a glance, a knowing glance. No, because P- Pete's seen mine and he looked at it, and that was a bit ahead. <laughs> oh, no, I did you not. I just cheater. Well, I, don't I think know. you should say it at the same time and then justify. After three. One, <laughs> two, three. Martin O'Neill. Martin O'Neill. Martin O'Neill. Martin O'Neill. Very, very good. 
Because he loves it, doesn't he? Yeah, he loves a murder. He does love a murder. I imagine that's what he's kind of doing right now, to be honest. He's probably investigating murders, not doing them. I want to clarify that. Under a massive stack of Frederick Forsyth novels or something. You should be thinking of another one right now. He should be investigating why he's turned into a terrible manager. To clarify that, the hardest crime. Martin O'Neill is a big fan of like true crime and stuff and used to like go to court cases and watch them unravel and things. I believe I'm right in saying that when he was living in the Midlands, I don't know where he is now, but apparently he used to he try he attended every Lives in midsummer now. Very busy. He attended every day in the public gallery of the Fred West trial, apparently. Yeah, is that right? And he, d- he did a degree in criminology in Dublin, I think, but he didn't finish it, or Belfast and all that, but he didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. But he I still like maintains an interest in it, so he would be, if nothing else, very enthusiastic and experienced. Really yeah. good at looking at, for clues in Bungalow Guttering, because he's good at leaping, isn't he? Yes, yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should have Danny Gutteridge if you're going to go down that route. Who's Danny Gutteridge? Oh, you know. Pete, uh, <laughs> that's, your, that's your answer. No, uh, that is my answer. No, you, uh, you've had a chance to think of another one. Yeah. That's out- outrageous. Okay, uh, <laughs> why don't you go for uh, uh, Jack Warner? Okay, and you could investigate. You know um, him, fraud. Yeah, but, <laughs> but surely that just creates an adversary for you. He's the worst partner. Oh, but he'll know. He'll know who the re- the, the dealers in the he's, he's, are. He'll be a poacher turned gamekeeper, Jim. Incidentally, do you chaps know? I mean, you, um, this may have just been a surprise to me and not you, but do you know how old Martin O'Neill is? No. Yeah, he, I, do, I do know, yeah. How old? 61. Yeah, older wow. than you think, isn't he? Mm, I thought than he I was 60. Yeah, well, you'd have been wrong. Um, no, I thought he was in his 50s. So, yeah. you're right. You'd have also than, been older wrong. Than, older than I thought. I'm going to go for former Newcastle United defender Steve Watson. Uh, put him on a <laughs> elementary, my dear Watson. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Good one from Thank the you very much. duo Speller and Watson, <laughs> <laughs> which is enough to clinch me the point. Steve Outrageous. Watson, not a doctor. criminal. Can I have the points, Marcus? Uh, yes, I can, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely criminal. When he solves a case, he does that. Um, is that you in bed with another man called Marcus? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> 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 oh, a little bump to the office there Right, it's uh, FA Cup semi-finals Chat time um, Millwall, uh, they lost Chelsea it. also lost But let's talk about Yeah, well that's true Jim Let's talk about Millwall versus Wigan Wigan won 2-0 That was Can we talk about Millwall versus Millwall? Uh, yeah, alright, okay Can we talk about the uh, cleverness of making Millwall play at 5 o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet idea, policeman Can we also talk about how quick the police were on the scene? <laughs> <laughs> By my calculations, it was about 12 minutes The police were very impressed they took their hats off to them. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. We're just joining in with the, with the puns. I think there were two bursts of it, weren't they? And each of them lasted about twenty minutes. That is stamina. I can mm. I can fight for fight twenty. Is, fight minutes. is knackering. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like knackering. You throw like three, and yeah, you, that's it. And that's just knackered. a punch bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You stiff for days after that. Um, oh, it's sickening, isn't it? Really. Yeah. All joking aside, watch the like, game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I watch the game. Yeah. I, just, I just, well, obviously, I don't understand. It. Well, a couple of eyewitness reports said that it was these two drunk guys just being drunk, and uh, there was a lot of families around them and stuff. And then, mm. and they uh, started causing trouble within the Millwall fans trying to fight, fight people. And um, and Stuart just did nothing. So then it just escalated and escalated and escalated until you know the, the other yeah. fans joined in, and then this big scrap started. Mm. So, so basically, a lot of people didn't like the idea of violence, so they committed violence. Yeah, <laughs> to say. It to it express themselves it's the, it is the solution well I, I actually text a couple of mates who are Millwall fans who are in the um, crowd separately and um, they don't know each other and neither of them knew what, why it but happened. they still yeah, no, no, neither they're still waving they were obviously <laughs> ashamed and they were, they were annoyed no, no, they still um, threw a couple of collie <laughs> but they, um, they didn't know why it happened 
Right, okay. So, I, I, don't, I don't know what the cause of it, but I mean, that sounds like mm. a plausible explanation. Yeah. But I mean, people drunk and all that sort of crap. It's a shame because it's a fabulous achievement for the team getting to the semi final. Yeah, it does, it does mark it. But I mean, Wigan obviously better Probably. side and, and, and decent value for the win. Uh, yeah, yeah I just think on that pitch, I mean, you, mm. uh, Wigan played nice football, they like to knock it around, and that pitch is massive. Mm. And we're always going to struggle to contain them. And Wigan have got, I know Wigan aren't the greatest side, but they've got performances in them. You know, that, That's that, right. that performance at Goodison Park, when it clicks for them, mm. which is why they've got a chance in the final. Obviously, Man City are a better team. But on their day, Wigan are a really good side, and, yeah. and they showed that actually. They were a much better team. And, and Martinez is obviously quite tactically astute, mm. even though their league position is quite low down. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the prob- we've spoken about Wigan so many times at this mm. stage of the season and how they seem to pull it off. I mean, <clears> the problem they have is they lose their best players every summer, so yeah. after rebuilding, it takes them a while to click again. But you know, the, the style of football they play, as you, as you say, like when they when they get it to click, it's the, the, it, it belies their league position. And, and their front three, are very very sort of um, intelligent their movement and stuff like that. And you've got a player like Jordi Gomez, who I think mm. can play a better team. You know, mm. and, and he, he makes them tick. They were just a class above um, Millwall, really, especially on the. On, like I say on a, on a big pitch on a big occasion and if they can get another performance out of Sean Maloney like that mm, absolutely. Oh, he was excellent wasn't yeah he, he really, really was, was good, good yeah. off, the, off the back of his free kick against QPR and Cal- Callum McManaman <laughs> managed, to, managed to put a shift in even though he really shouldn't have been playing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, great right. goal it was a lovely goal, yeah. Yeah, well, they will I'm play. Sure Mill will be angry that someone who's committed such violence was appearing at Wembley. Maybe that's what they were doing. Maybe it was a very intelligent protest against yeah. Callum McManus. <laughs> intelligent. Yeah. Um, they will play Manchester City in the final after a pulsating game at Wembley. I came very, very close, yeah. but I didn't quite achieve it of actually feeling sorry for how Chelsea, tired Chelsea were. Yeah. They mm. looked so knackered. But yeah, they really did. And they, oh, it was a great game, wasn't it? Yeah, it, well, it really, really was. was um, End to end stuff um, and chances and and tackle all the rest of it, all, exactly <laughs> what you'd want. All the, the things in the football, all of the sides, football <laughs> throwing, goal kicks were involved. <laughs> fans were there. Stadium fights. Uh-huh. No, not that one. No, no, it wasn't. No. I don't think there was. Um, but uh, was City good value for the win, Jim? I think just yeah. I think they they certainly edged it. Um, you know, it was uh, <laughs> well they did. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, they, they exactly. Denver Barzo goal was a nice one. Yeah, yeah it was. Another acrobatic one. Aguero's well. finish was uh, was just clever little headed dink in yeah. a way, which is uh, That's very always, always nice. You don't think of him to uh, be uh, t- t- contributing with headers. Oh, no, he, he put a nasty one but in on the David Luiz, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he did, didn't Ooh, he? Two yeah. footer on then, the arse. And then Torres tried to get him back, didn't he? Torres little, did get him back. Yeah, I don't bit. know if Torres meant that or not. Mm. Ooh, I think he did. <laughs> <laughs> if, if he'd meant it, he would have missed. <laughs> <laughs> Great gag Good Jim. point Great gag But we're going to Man City in the final Man City would obviously be favourites But I think we're going to Got a chance I don't, I don't want to see Dave Whelan lead him out of the final No He's going to though isn't he Of course he is He's, he's going to play <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they get injured again <laughs> <laughs> Well he's Old enough To get injured I don't know what I'm doing there But I you know City um, <laughs> City Chelsea I thought it was absolutely brilliant And it was just one of those ones where When, when a lot of foreign footballers um, Come to play in England They say oh we love, we love playing in England I think those are the games That they absolutely relish Because it's just like Way <laughs> <laughs> just run around loads They were yeah. like They were like counter attacks In the first half yeah. they got three on one <laughs> <laughs> was What's happening I, There were times as well Where it really did look like, like City might give Chelsea a bit of a battering like yeah. young Arturo in particular That's right. in particular just beasting his way yeah. through the middle <laughs> just there, there was one point where Man City were breaking breaking with three on one the one was David yeah. Luiz and he looked really annoyed and I just, I'd just love to imagine the other Chelsea defenders just screaming that's what it's like <laughs> that's what it's like <laughs> don't do it again it's the only way you'll learn <laughs> Well, hopefully the finals be as good as that one then. Eh? Mm. Physical. But actually, I think the final does have potential to be a great game if um, you know both teams really, you know. Yeah, because Wigan won't shut up. Yeah, exactly. Styles. Yeah. Maybe both teams will play three at the back. 
Imagine well, they've been known to. They've been known to. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, well, let, let, let's the semi final chat. Let's go to the Premier League, um, where other football was being played, and Arsenal beat Norwich 3 1. For a long time, it looked as though it was going to be one of those classic Arsenal performances where they dominate, lose a, a goal from a set piece, and then just not get anything out of it. Yeah, there were two things I really enjoyed about that, which is um, a lot of. You were at the game, weren't you? I wasn't, no. Pete oh, was. um, lots of. Yeah, uh, I'm, the, of, I'm the Arsenal fan <laughs> <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> lots of Spurs fans crying about it on Twitter which were then later retweeted it's always fun mm-hmm. um, and uh, Arsenal just, just sort of dug in got very lucky um, with, with the, the third goal and that was over by then no that, that was a penalty that was a penalty think? Yeah, yeah, I did, because yeah. if camera doesn't pull on Giroud's shirt then yeah. he never gets the clearance he uses it for leverage okay. so. the biggest discrepancy for me was that not the third goal but was the um, the second when when a Giroud pulls Besong over so it's, it's exactly the same part of the pitch so all three goals were questionable well, that, yeah. what was wrong with the third and, one uh, offside walk I was offside and see yeah. that okay so very lucky but I saw but the penalty was a penalty because <laughs> he pulled him down but the second goal um, was, was Giroud actually grabs Besson to get in front of him and to, and to get the final touch so that was if you're going to give a penalty you arguably shouldn't have given the goal for mm. that so I mean yeah, I'd say one of them would, would also but I didn't see the third one free kick I'm not sure it was even a foul it's oh, like the referees are the mayor well the linesman gave the penalty didn't he there's a lot of people really angry about that oh he's miles away from it he did get it right yes the highlight for me was seeing I forgot how much uh, uh, bad posture Snodgrass has yeah he's got such he's proper hunchback kind of like proper sort of Bellamy yeah, he's not of. got much of a neck on him no it's, yeah. it's really weird but it was nice to see Grant Holt in the flesh it's the first time I've seen him play right, okay. spends a lot flesh of time being offside the, uh, off the <laughs> does nothing off the oh, when Berbatov does it everyone loves it <laughs> <laughs> pathetic <laughs> but like, like he seems to sort of understand that they are always going to step backwards whenever the ball's played and stuff with the amount of times I was and yeah, you just don't care one way or the other, and you're the captain. He's <laughs> just kind of. <laughs> Did you nice um, watch him play? How was the mood at the Emirates when they were going Very, down? very. Uh, it was very quiet, and then then it was just very kind of. Like, there was a lot of hand wringing, and then. But look at the bench that they had to yeah. bring on. You know, they, they made the substitution when they needed a bit of substitution, mm-hmm. and it was uh, yeah. yeah I it's it important move for the last ten minutes, and that's a, that's a, a positive thing that it's possible to even say that about Arsenal's mm. bench because it's been a time where you look at it and think, well, who's going to turn anything around yeah. there? So it's you know, I think it deserves credit for well, using it well, and then weeks gone by we've actually also so there's a question mark over Arsenal sort of turning it on when it really matters mm. and, and I mean, that, that, this game has obviously been one that they would have expected to have won but to go a goal down and then come back was, was really encouraging he's also got a couple of chances that he really should have put away and if Juvenio had, had done the same ones he would have been because he, he was dog pops that weekend mm. oh mate you sound like a real Arsenal fan <laughs> <laughs> but he was terrible but Juvenio like, has been in reasonable form hasn't he yeah yeah, he has, yeah. yeah. But he yeah. Just, he just that one where Bun tipped onto the bar mm. which was a yeah. fantastic did you see me he celebrated yeah, like actually properly celebrated yeah, yeah, he's yeah. pumping his fist yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that was a fabulous save a candidate for save of the season Jim mm. that would have been a really good goal as well the yeah it would have been into his path lashed it three points for the gun guns they should have been known forever yeah the big vang and the gun gun <laughs> so like a punk covers band well, let's, go, let's go to the Toff Toffs where yeah. Everton uh, beat QPR 2-0 yeah. yeah routine stuff yeah absolutely they're in the hunt David Moyes on match of the day good to see yeah I didn't see match of the day this week I did not yeah no. it was nice to see him there but I, I just feel that 
he was very reserved for, for the, I, I just two words for you shop window <laughs> he reminds it reminds me seeing him sat down like that at such close quarters of um, you know the big train sketch with the uh, the world staring championship oh yeah which has got that same <laughs> cross with a bit of Hannibal Lecter yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. QPR is no, I mean, nowhere near good enough I mean I mean it's, you keep waiting I might, I might have said this before actually you keep waiting for him to start kick on and really start firing yeah, and get a run together right. it's not but happening but that's true of so many teams There's, there hasn't been a team this season that's really kicked on and woken up you know, but QPR are the only closest, ones spent, like, you expect that of them now so it almost doesn't count Yeah, QPR yeah, spent so much money they've got a new manager in Redknapp and, yeah. and you'd think they'd get a bump it's just not happening they're nowhere mm. near good enough they're, they're going to get relegated and they deserve to be I mean the fact is that they're worse off now than when he joined <laughs> they are aren't they with like, all these well, players with like Loke Remy yeah. just, you enjoyed saying that didn't you <laughs> he'll never run out of excuses <laughs> <laughs> the thing is he won't remember this week he asked the chairman for a new pitch like it, <laughs> he said we need a new pitch remember that plastic one yeah Tony Fernandez went on Twitter like um, going, <laughs> oh yeah the, 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 the manager's asked for a new pitch and we're going to get him at one relay and I just felt like tweeting back going you mug <laughs> <laughs> about the same pitch the, the yeah, opposition of the pound that pitch as well and also this weekend you're away from home yeah. <laughs> he'll be selling that pitch to his new club yeah, yeah. Mr. Mr. Chairman can we have a new chairman <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. no he likes the current pitch but he just wants it in his Garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the uh, the chairman gets gets the new pitch. But I mean, it, me. I know it sounds like I'm being like hating on Redknapp, which I am. But the facts <laughs> are, they're worse off. They they are statistically worse off than yeah. they were when he took over. Mm. You're not hating on him. You're just absolutely loving it. Yeah. <laughs> just turn the facts as they are yeah. <laughs> hashtag real talk <laughs> well yeah so um, another loss for QPR uh, Reading drew 0-0 uh, QPR and Reading uh, I think a lot of people yeah. thought this Reading for a while did well to hang on there though Alex McCarthy well. was oh, so God. good yeah, he was just, excellent yeah um, there, was a, there was a highlights video on like 101 great goals whatever it was um, and it was and the headline for the, go- the video was um, Alex McCarthy saves for the game the video was five minutes long <laughs> yeah. but I mean it's, it, it, Liverpool is a really strange conundrum at the moment because they they just make so many chances and obviously Luis Suarez is, is banging a reasonable number of them away but they just don't score enough goals they are not far away from being just so much better yeah. they just need a few things to click just to be a little bit more ruthless and they, they, they'll f- if they can do that next season they'll finish much much higher than they will I did, this I did enjoy the red and white cop um, Twitter feed where it's like the, the, the red and white cop meltdown yeah yeah it's very very good like, oh we've made the, the opportunity to look like world class again rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing, the thing is with, yeah, with taking uh, away his own achievement <laughs> Red and Nigga I mean Brendan's Rogers has got on playing well I mean they're going to do better this season than they did last season in terms of points gained and stuff mm. I think they're already what, maybe only one or two points worse off than they were at yeah. the end of last yeah. season so they will do better mm. Um Rogers has got on playing like a, a quite, quite a nice style of football. They pressed quite well, but um, we had a brilliant signing in Coutinho. So yeah. oh, he's, he's certainly lovely. The thing is, Reading get the ball away so cheaply yeah. and get the ball away so easily to Liverpool, and Liverpool just didn't make the most of their chances. But Alec McCarthy, Alex McCarthy, I think he was the goalkeeper who played against in the game against QPR at Loftus Road. He was man of the match, mm. and uh, the, the game finished one 0 But he, he was absolutely superb. Then that's the only two times I've seen him play. Mm. So if he's like that everywhere, like I don't know why he's playing. He's been loaned around. Oh, he's really young. Time, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Adam Federici's a decent keeper, isn't he? So you know, I think he's prone to a meltdown, though, isn't he, Federici? Yeah, but, but obviously he's been keeping out of, him out of the side. Maybe that would change. Um, but yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. Should, should, I mean, the, the fact is, though, you, I mean, what Pete's touched on is, is absolutely correct. Liverpool, really, as you know, you, you stick the ball in the right area, the keeper's not saving it. So yeah. they've got to take some responsibility for making mm. the keeper look good as well. You think Suarez will stay? Who knows? Obviously, that, that makes a huge difference to. Brendan Rodgers was on goals on Sunday um, this morning, saying, "Oh, yeah, he's such a great player to work with. I must, must be buttering up, basically." Mm, yeah. I thought he signed a new contract relatively, relatively recently, didn't he? 
But that's mean. Yeah, it's it's quite expensive, though, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. It's a football crazy. contract. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Too much. Um, written in crayon. <laughs> we must go to Newcastle nil Sunderland three. Pete mm. Donaldson. Oh dear, oh dear. How did, did you watch it? Did you, did you not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you busy smashing up your own town centre? <laughs> <laughs> or was that afterwards? Traction a horse. Yeah. Um, uh, why on earth was Niall Quinn giving the gig as co-commentator? Did oh. he know he was working? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what, an, what an awful day for football. <laughs> Niall for Quinn in Newcastle. Niall Quinn in turns up in the commentary box, Hawaiian shirt, yeah. <laughs> Bermuda shorts, <laughs> massive Cuban. Am I in, am I in the right place? <laughs> So that all, he, that we had that on all underneath. Yeah. The first goal gets in, and one yeah. piece of clothing's off. Yeah. As he, as he starts, he watch. starts texting Kevin Phillips. Get yourself down here. <laughs> what did he say when the first goal went in? Again? Oh, the Canyo is like rumbling down the touchline, and he just goes, <laughs> "Oh, it's, it's wonderful for the Sunderland fans to see that." <laughs> Fuck yes. I can't believe he's now endorsing fascism. At one point, when one of the, one of the Sunderland strikers, I forget who it was, Mister Mister Header, he actually went, "Oh, I can't believe he's Mister Header." Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see, as soon as De Canio starts celebrating, everyone forgets his political beliefs, don't they? <laughs> they look a different side. Uh, they do. I, I mean, I was, I was saying to you guys a few weeks ago against Norwich away. Yeah. When Norwich, I think it was away anyway, but had a, Norwich had a man sent off, and Sunderland looked just so too. I was at home. I was at home, yeah, yeah bereft of any ideas yeah. or anything. They looked terrible. And, and, and the, the forward line they had against Newcastle, I know it's a derby, so they're up for it, but I mean. It just looked like a different, a completely different yeah, outfit. Great counter attack, attacking side. Danny Ross is brilliant at the back. Mm. He, he just yeah. get past them at all. He's I have to say, I thought um, Cito was unlucky to be ruled out for offside, which, yeah, which well, was not offside. Yeah, no, yeah but I mean, they could have had a couple of penalties, you know. The, yeah, um, that Danny Graham decision. Good front probably should have been off as well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's, you know, I enjoyed uh, Amiobi's. Uh, Introduction and his header. Did you see his header? Where he just like, oh, just yeah, the diving <laughs> header. Di- diving header. What were you aiming at? There? <laughs> yeah. for a throw. Is, he, is he going? Is he out now? Is he going to be off? No oh, come on. Not in, Europe, not in Europe anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you lose Amiobi, that's yeah. hey, will yeah. you stay out? <laughs> <laughs> He's not gone yet. <laughs> it was a very toothless performance, and you know you can say a lot about a lot of those players did play in Europe uh, on Thursday. So, but um, but what a win for Sunderland! I mean, yeah, and, and all the goals as well. Sessegnon was a menace all afternoon. He was a little mm. bit divey. Well, that, that's um, good to see as well because yeah. Sessegnon is one of those players that has really badly underperformed this season. Last season um, he was great, wasn't yeah, it? and mm. he's just been just been off the radar really. But um, you know. Paolo's kicked them in the anuses and Adam yeah. Johnson with a lovely goal as well mm. yeah. again super, another player that you know you could, could have ex- expected a lot more from and yeah. Vaughan with a great I mean three smashing goals yeah, yeah. Vaughan's was a beauty it was indeed absolute beauty it was a perfect hit really he couldn't it? have put it more on the, t- on the top corner it was unfortunate because um, the goalkeeper that came on because <coughs> Cro- Krull's out for the season now isn't he yeah, it's a big uh, loss dislocated shoulder, shoulder. Mm. Um, so the goalkeeper who came on I think his first touch was a big claim and that's yeah, right yeah. and they thought mm. he's never a good game now but there's nothing he could do about it oh no Decanio had a wonderful time didn't he he was absolutely loving it him and Noel Quinn would be out on the sauce tonight oh yeah yeah. dirty knees to Canio yeah, <laughs> yeah the, I think I saw him punch a horse as well <laughs> <laughs> he is that excited he, I mean that is an absolute dream stuff for him there he is in the Premier League well they'll stay up now no question, no question. yeah no question about it of course no it question mm. it's a big ask but will Newcastle be dragged into it please? well they are no I, I, think I, no, I can't see but another few another few performances oh. like that five points off Relly Relly it's not what you want to be is it with three or four games <laughs> left or however many there are you oh. got like West Ham and QPR I'm sure we'll be able to West Ham they're fine it. mate exactly what? but that's that's the problem exactly. for them, isn't it yeah. so Newcastle should be fine yeah, that's the yeah. Some of the fixtures, um, uh, and then uh, Stoke City lost again. Obviously, to Manchester United. Mm. Oh, they were awful. That's right. Really shit. Like, I mean, even <laughs> they when didn't Stoke even... are good, they're awful. Yeah, they didn't even like... do the stuff you expect them to do. No, <laughs> they just kicked them. Yeah, 
But it, didn't, it, didn't, it wasn't like, but it wasn't even a press in your face kick. It was almost just like a lazy kick. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. I remember it was Ryan Shawcross was certainly guilty of one of these. Just sort of like, well, I could try and overtake the player and tackle him, or I could just sort of run into the back of him so our legs get tangled up and we both fall over <laughs> and just hope <laughs> it's all right. At, at one point, the commentator asked Gary Neville if Ryan Shawcross was ever anywhere near the first team at Man United when it was a youth team player. Neville just went no. <laughs> <laughs> just for no, he was nowhere near the team. But he's shown himself to be a dedicated pro which is the most diplomatic <laughs> way of saying you don't rate him damning with fair yeah. pro prayers but the um, yeah, Stoke were awful I mean, Van Persie scored his first goal for a long time which he'll be, he'll yeah. be delighted with obviously absolutely who do we think are going to go down assuming Reading and QPR it's a tough one um, uh, it's so difficult to it say really is, especially it? with the, yeah, that, after that Sunderland result I, w- I was saying them up until that but you know the, it's such a dramatically um such a dramatic boost in quality that it's hard to say. Well, you've got to look at the fixtures. You've got to look at the fixtures. Yeah. I guess Sunderland. Um, I guess Sunderland did put a couple of really decent performances the last two matches, but they mm. didn't get much out of it. Um, maybe you know the next few matches they can actually kick on and, and get th- some points on the board. I think if you look at the fixtures, yeah, and, 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 and I mean, I know there's obviously results that pop up that you don't expect, but mm. Villa, I think, have got the hardest run. They play mm. May not in next. Yeah. They're away at Sunderland, which is a massive game yeah, for them. That's yeah. Huge. Um, and they've also got to go away to Chelsea as well. And then on the last of the season, they're away at Wigan, yeah. and they're rubbish as well. <laughs> <laughs> and they are absolutely <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's a good point. So we have to. Uh, but I, I, if I had to choose, I Who would. Stoke got so for that. Stoke, uh, I've got it down here. Written down here, yeah, actually. Yeah, here we go. Oi, oi, a bit of research. Uh, Stoke are away at QPR next. Massive. Mm. But QPR are probably down. Then they're at home to Norwich. Then they're away at Sunderland. Then they're at home to Spurs. And they're away at Southampton. I think I think uh, they have been really poor. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be yeah. between Stoke and Villa. Actually, yeah. I, like, yeah. I like your idea of, um, uh, of research is uh, control P, control, <laughs> control C, control V, print. <laughs> um, what about uh, staying uh, briefly in the Premier League? They've chosen the Hawkeye system for the use of goal line technology. Mm-hmm. Are we in favour? I am. I know Luke in the past. You've not <laughs> so much so. Um, I'm not. I'm not, well. It's not necessarily that it's goal line technology it's, itself. It's just. Uh, I think my view on it is: if you're going to bring in technology, you've got to bring in technology all, all or nothing. Mm. Why? Why do you think that? Well, because a classic example would be when uh, John Terry cleared the ball off a line. England, Ukraine, Euro 2012. Ball was over the line. John Terry clears it off. Yeah. Goal line technology gives that a goal, but the player was offside. That's right. So you, basically, you've got a situation where the technology is is, is awarding a goal. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's it's judging on one set of rules, but not the whole set of rules, not the whole complement of rules. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, 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 still the, it's still the job of the linesman to spot that, though. So you know, the Hawkeye's not. Well, it's the job know, of the linesman to spot the ball over the line. It, it yeah, no, but that's harder. You know, it, it's, but it would it's be not extremely frustrating though if we saw that goal and we thought, no, hang on, the man's offside, and it got given as a goal. Of course, but uh, but that would count anyway. That's always the case. Mm. You know, regardless of the, the goal, it's there to help the referee. The refs and their assistants—they're not omnipotent. They can't see every angle. It's ridiculous to think they can. So I think giving them that help is a good thing. And you know, it happens but like I, th- I actually think it should just be for goals because it is not going to slow the go- game down. In that it way. happens like ten times a season. You know, exactly. It's, 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 it's not a huge. Maybe not even. Yeah. The only thing, you, I, I, in which case, then the compromise would be the way they, they do it in cricket, where they ask for a decision and then they say, "Is there any reason I can't give this wicket?" By, by essentially checking if it's not a no ball yeah. checking the ball pitches in line mm. all that sort of stuff that what, what the referee I think to get a secure answer for, for my example would be 
he checks that the ball's over the line and if it is with the technology then he says is there any other reason I can't give the goal but in which case you don't need the, 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 the technology anyway because you can just use a video replay to show whether the ball's over the line or not and that's that it's almost that's a lot slower isn't it well, so what there's, there's so many that, I mean if, if someone gets I mean Tim Krul got a shoulder dislocated today and the game would stop for five minutes mm. that happens it happens yeah, much well, more no, than does, but you know the, those in power want to keep it as, as quick as possible I think it's a, that needs to be taken into account the reason I'm against it essentially in this case is because I think it's a fudge job and I don't think it does everything it sh- should do that's, mm. that's my only take on it I'm not, I'm not one of these Luddites who's against technology I'm not mm. against the, you know, the, the extra officials and all that sort of stuff but it just, it just it, in, in some uh, on some occasions and it will happen there'll be a massive game uh, soon or, or sooner or later where it'll be called into question and it won't be doing what it's supposed to do for me I, I think that the chance of that happening is very very rare and also I just firmly believe if you score a goal you deserve that goal on the scoreline and if if that can help if the technology can help that happen then that's a good thing but the Ukraine goal wouldn't, shouldn't have counted well it, well it shouldn't have counted but, but what I'm saying to you is I understand your point but what I'm trying to say to you is if, if you say the goal's over the line ball's over the line they deserve the goal they're offside no case. no no you, that's no that's a completely different point I'm saying if, if the ball crosses the line and it's wrongly disallowed that's obviously wrong if you're a team who score a goal in a football match you should get that goal and if the technology can enable that then so what would you do it. in that situation as the example I in gave? that situation you've got to rely on your linesman to do, to do the job properly but, there's, but the technology is awarding a goal that shouldn't be a goal so yeah. use technology or don't yeah but you, if, you, if you don't have the technology in that situation the outcome is exactly the same if you call outside and exactly. the goal's not involved so y- y- you've called a man offside and, and, and that's an offside decision not necessarily whether a goal's been given it's only it's only one facet of that particular situation and how many times has you know how many times has somebody been called offside and, and you know the ball's almost been over the line it's a very small problem I think Mm. Uh, Until we have robo refs, this will this will roll on. In fact, this is a good thing because we can still have these debates. The robot ref, like in ro- robot war, absolutely ref bot. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I did turn up at Soho uh, Soho Square with my plans for the, the the pool behind the. Oh yeah, that was a really good idea. They just, yeah, they yeah. Just because it's got loads more potential for slapstick comedy exactly, as well. Mm. Yeah. Goalkeeper takes one step too far back in this in the drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah shoot on sight. And 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 the pool should be like twelve meters deep as well, yeah. just behind mm. the line. This, yeah, is, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the only solution. Mm. Um, uh, the German company Goal Control. They've got the, the, the that sounds uh, scary. But they've got <laughs> that's the what German. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you call a robot rep. They've got the the, the providers uh, contract for Goal Technology at the 2014 World Cup. Goal Control. Mm. We'll decide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's well like that. that's clearly like a, a business just set up to do that. Like very yeah. well, there's no technology in football at the moment. That's going, right. Yeah, we can do that. What are we going to? Co- we need to come up with a name though, mm. for the company. Yeah, I bet Beckenbauer. You know, he's uh, Beckenbauer. <laughs> Beckham Bowser. He's, he's the end of level boss. Beckham, yeah. Beckham Bowser. I bet Beckham Bowser's on the board there somewhere. Uh, I, I also really I want to say, at the, at the risk of sounding like, <laughs> sound like a sound like a like a luddite, I just think that the game's fine. It's fine. Sometimes shit things happen. Ah, may I remind you? Decisions Mr. happen. Shit about that time. Frank Lampard goal. England would have been world champions. I know. I know <laughs> that. I know that. Which makes it harder for me to say. <laughs> cruelly denied a four-two defeat. Pedro Mendes. <laughs> old yep. Trafford. But you, yeah. get, I mean, you didn't need to. What we do have, Robo humanised there'll be even more racism no but the, the yeah, Pedro Mendes is one is, is an interesting point because there's absolutely no way the linesman could have got there in time to see that that is so. true oh, I, I don't want to spend the whole show talking about this because mm. it would be boring for people but I, I've I just done it many times yeah, <laughs> I just don't know why this particular rule mm-hmm. is on a pedestal above every yeah. other rule because mistakes happen all the time I'd have, I'd I have the, the easiest fix I'd have the technology for throw-ins yeah and that's it what, Tony Poulis <laughs> 
<laughs> what the correct way that you, you might have fouled throws you see in the Premier League. No, no, no. Just who, whose um, ball it actually was. I think oh, I would okay. have. I would have abandoned the foul throw um, anyway. Uh, Ryan Lowe, the uh, MK Dons uh, centre forward. Mm-hmm. I was chatting to him. And uh, he said that th- there was a quite an inexperienced linesman for their match the other week, and he said to the point of like the ball got like it hit off his chin and went out, and he was stood right next to the touchline, and they got the throw. Really? <laughs> he was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so the technology needs to be there. Have you got any more stories like that? Um, uh, it, 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 <laughs> it was not my story; it was someone else's. Thanks, Ryan. Um, <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> now Luke's got that line out of the way for another show. We could move on to the championship. <laughs> uh, there was a Yorkshire derby, Leeds United two. Sheffield Wednesday one Brian McDermott mm. can I tap my favourite fact of the season is it that the manager of Leeds Rhino Super League team is also called Brian McDermott whoa come on that's, that's good isn't it you got any more facts over that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you just have to do that at Leeds is this the first time this has come got to be the same name the rugby yeah. one no you've got to manage both teams <laughs> it's not the same bloke this guy's got hair everything mm. it's a very cunning disguise I was going to say yeah. there is ways around that mm. uh, but Luke Varley's got a couple of headers he did score a couple of headers Came from behind Yeah McDermott Good appointment for Leeds Do you think I think so Yeah, yeah He's not done anything wrong Has he <laughs> <laughs> He's done nothing wrong And that's rare it's perfect so It's far. like Keegan When he got punched by Billy Bremner I've done nothing I've been hit twice <laughs> Get sent off In the lay-by Yeah Brian McDermott I've done nothing I've gotten promoted <laughs> That was Billy Bremner In the, in the lay-by could have been Maybe mm. Could have been what, Settling a drug debt I doubt it but, yeah. Oh is that what it was There's yeah, also a video on YouTube Doing around So Brian McDermott Doing a bit of uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door On the old guitar Ooh. It's very Brent Sorry <laughs> which, which Brian McDermott <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know United or Rhino <laughs> I don't know Yeah Terry McDermott The only way you can tell Is because the Brian McDermott For Leeds Rhino Is a big rhino horn Terry McDermott's also actually Managing Newcastle The hippos That's where he is Do you think he's Um I, t- I don't know He's a very nice man Brian McDermott I get mm. the impression And I'm mm. pleased for him Getting back into football A very big club It'd be great if he could Take Leeds into the Premier League it really would well, be I mean just providing Leeds off pitch Problems could be sorted out Finally It seems <laughs> yeah. like it's been Going on for ages So Get him in Study that shit uh, What well, is in uh, Cardiff 3 Nottingham Forest nil. Cardiff Oh, oh, they're going up, aren't they? They're they sticking it to they us. They need one more point. Come on, Cardiff! <laughs> um, it was weird to see Cardiff in red and Forest in blue in that game. Mm, it yeah, just seemed weird. And Forest were awful, by the way. Yeah. Really, really poor. It will be sad to see them uh, playing the Premier League in the wrong colour. Yeah, yeah, that it, it really is will. annoying. They've mm. got some freaking weird honours. <laughs> That would be that would be a very nitpicky Cardiff fan. They finally get oh, well. We're not even in our proper kit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not observing it. <laughs> yeah. um, but the amount of weird stuff that those people have done in that club. Is very, yeah. very strange. One thing I would say about that game is that Henderson, Darius Henderson, was sent off for Forest, which is unfortunate for him because it was a really harsh decision. Mm. He was looking at the ball, trying to hold the defender off, sort of caught him in the chin. Yeah. Red. <laughs> it was. I don't even know if it was a foul. You can't do that. I've only seen it once, though. So don't, don't tweet me. Great win for the posh Peterborough beating Watford three two. Quite an f- outstanding yeah, result. That surprise. Great result for Hull. Yeah, mm. they, they're, they're in second place. And there was there was a few games down the bottom. Wolves won Huddersfield three. That is a huge win for for Huddersfield Town. And then Blackburn beat Derby two nil. Um, there was sickening scenes at uh, Ewood Park because apparently both sets of supporters were singing together Super Robbie, Super Robbie Savage. Oh, no one likes to see that. No, That's or hear it. Yeah. No. I dislike the man. It's sort of... <laughs> it, 
it's one of those things where it makes you a little bit embarrassed to be a football fan, doesn't it? So yeah. it really puts you off. <laughs> one of those, one of those <laughs> many, many things. <laughs> well, they just appreciate the former player. Is there anything wrong with that? Yes. <laughs> if it's <laughs> Robbie, sorry. <laughs> um, one thing I would say is Wolves that you touched on—they're in real trouble. I mean, they—they they got beat. The Wolves have been doing okay recently. Under, under well, they won soldiers. three games. Yes. It took them about nine to win one. Mm. Their last four games are Brighton, who are decent, yeah. Burnley, Hull, and Charlton, who've just won six 0 at Barnsley. Yeah, I so like the way you say Hull. Yeah. Hull. Hull. A double L at the end of a word does perplex you slightly. Hull. Yeah. <laughs> Can't colour in the name Hull City. The only team in the Football League. Yeah. Why, would before, again. Why would you want to colour a team name in? Why would you want to colour a team name in? Marcus colours in all of his work. <laughs> Is that what you did in rehab? <laughs> Is that why you were late for recording? In Reno. <laughs> you in your colouring book again? <laughs> oh. League One. This will shut it. Well, it won't shut you up. It'll get you off uh, back on the subject. Uh, crew nil, Doncaster one. Shrewsbury nil, Bournemouth three. Both of them still going for the top spot. Super. That's Eddie Howe, seven wins in a row. Yeah. Great he's, he's having a, a lovely time back mm. at Bournemouth but it, it was Brentford 3 Portsmouth 2 which captured some of the headlines where uh, Pompey's future is secure and the fans ran onto the pitch afterwards after yes. the final whistle that was yeah they, it was a bit of a tip, topsy-turvy game they went 1-0 down then 2-1 up and they yeah. lost 3-2 I, I don't think this all this fan ownership thing's properly 100% done yet is it not it's, okay. it's done in principle I don't think it's fully been signed up you think saying. are you pleased mm, I'm delighted yeah, yeah it be great be. yeah yeah should be should is be it going to be um, completely fan owned yeah so yeah, we're going back to fan supporters trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be misunderstanding this, but are you like Carney's boss now? Yes. Cool. Yeah, yeah. he's at my house now. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. What, drawing up another contract. No, he's just sat playing a Scrabble, watching, <laughs> ca- watching countdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he didn't fancy training. There's some outside investors as well, but essentially the trust will own the club. Well, that's yeah. good, isn't yeah. it? That really needed to happen there. Yeah. Uh, and a uh, barrier down though. Barry will be playing <laughs> at Portsmouth next season. And they're in real trouble financially as well, Barry. It's a shame. Indeed. Yeah, they released a statement last week saying mm. that they need a million quid or something. It was a really strange statement. It was like, it was essentially like we had a million pounds to keep going. So if anyone's interested, just drop us a line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not going to happen, is it? No. Interested? Well, you're not offering any service. <laughs> no, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look down the band yourself. Huh? See if you got any. Yeah. If you are about to donate to charity, think again. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, poor old Barry. We hope they they um, they find us. Well, I, th- I think in fairness, Portsmouth have shown that with a big enough momentum. And movement, it can't, it yeah. can't happen. I mean, it's the right way to go. Yeah, absolutely. Have they got such a big fan base, though, or competitive? Probably not. But Portsmouth's fan base isn't massive. No, I mean, anyway, probably only Portsmouth's get, debt was a lot more. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Know. Portsmouth only get about, uh, I think they get about twelve or thirteen thousand. Mm. I mean, it's just obviously big for the level mm. they're at, but it's not a massive, cl- massive no, support. No, it isn't. Uh, in League Two, um, let's have a Phil Brown update in South End. You're gonna have to have talks with defender Bilil Moshini um, or, or Moshni, sorry. Uh, the Tunisian's time at the club has been littered with disciplinary problems. I love this. So Phil mm. Brown's going to be the man to finally finally sort it. I did like this. It's straight from the BBC website. It said um, about <laughs> Mosney's time in English football. It said games eighty five, goals eighteen, yellow cards eighteen, red cards four. Games prematurely left to catch a train two, yeah. <laughs> which is too too many. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Get away with that. What, yeah. well, didn't he basically ask to be subbed off? Um, and uh, surely the only way you can do that is by saying you're injured to yeah. then catch the train to yeah. the hospital. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you guys saw caught napping for Cruz second goal in the Johnston Patriots trophy final but that was almost enough to get him subbed off <laughs> <laughs> he sort of fell on the floor and pretended that he got fouled as well I think the reason why he got away with it is because Paul Sturrock was in charge and he looks like a lovely man yeah. but you feel bad doing that on Sunday league you know like yeah. so going, sorry lads I've got to go leave you in 
the lurch. Did, did, did Mossy, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Did Mossy not play quite well beside them for a bit and then get a move to Ipswich, like a yeah, loan move? Well, 18 like goals in 85 games is great for a defender. So he's, you know, it's Four red cards. Well, he's sort of a defensive midfield player for them. Still. It's, yeah, it's, it's a good return, yeah. But I think he was just dreadful. I don't think he, ha- he hardly played Ipswich on loan, so maybe he's, he's, he's got real issues. My goodness. Well, I'm sure Phil Brown will, will, will sort it out. Um, <laughs> Oh my goodness Let's go to the Scottish Cup mm. Both semi-finals Were seven goal thrillers 14 Incredible. goals in two games H- How did the hearts get on? They uh, <laughs> They've completed that tournament um, <laughs> <laughs> They finished it early They just did the beat achievement The Hibbies They were playing The High Bees The Hibernians Were playing Falkirk They won 4-3 <laughs> After being 3-0 down They missed a penalty On the, on the way um, They were 3-0 down After half an hour Yeah um, and Lee Griffiths had a lovely old time scored uh, the first and uh, and then he got the winner oh sorry did he score his second goal I forget and then he scored the winner with an absolute pearl yeah it was a, oh, such a good goal the it thing really is, was it, I saw some of that match and as soon as Hibbs made it 3-1 hmm. Falkirk started to shit their pants yeah absolutely they did well to get to extra time in the end <laughs> yeah but having the penalty save in, in a fun mm. in, well in such a not fun with such a big game though and yeah. still having the mm. having the stones to just Keep it up and score those two goals. Uh, yeah, Brilliant. totally. It was a shame. I thought there was a few empty seats in the Hibs end. Oh yeah, well, it's, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that wouldn't find that at Hearts? Would you, you mate? Wouldn't find that at Hearts. No. That's what I was going to say. Um, Dundee United they were beaten four three by by Celtic. Oh, both games after extra time. That went Nicky well. time as well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. incredible scenes. Yeah. So it'd be an all green and white final. It's where it's at, isn't it? Yeah, Scottish. You've been saying it for years, mate. <laughs> you have been saying it for years. I, I am getting out of this. You'll be delighted if Hibernian win the win the cup, won't you? Um, I'm not fussed actually, as <laughs> long as um, as long as the Scottish team wins. As yeah. long as as long as the winners uh, recognise. That it won't be as good as last year. As long as everyone does the BT. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but it was t- two fantastic games, actually. There's a great advert for the Scottish Cup. Mm. Right, so get off its back. Um, uh, and that's it, really, for British football this, in yeah. this round. We're going to go um, to another cup which is of similar importance to the Scottish Cup, to the Champions League. Oh, God, what a week. My goodness, what a week. To be honest, actually, it's been um, one of the best weekends for, for the Scottish Cup. And one of the best weeks for, for the Champions League. Oh, it's it's just everyone's happy. <laughs> the quality on display was just beautiful. If, I mean, where should we start? Should we start with Galatasaray 3, Real Madrid 2, 5-3 yeah. in aggregate? A Bouet man with a beauty. Oh, God. Smashed <laughs> it, didn't he? Um, just like military esque. <laughs> like that had come out of a fucking rocket. <laughs> and one of those ones with the outside of the boot. Yeah. <laughs> Very hard to do. And Drogba's goal as well. Drogba with a And flick. Schneider, like, they, 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 that, Schneider did have a, a, a terrible miss. He did. That. The brilliant thing, like, I'm sure you all saw the game, but the Galatasaray, you know, they looked dead and buried and they did this spirited fight back. They scored three times in like 15 minutes. Yeah. Play, something like that. Bouwe's celebration was getting the ball because he actually thought they were going to go free, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Of, course, of course he does. He's a Bouwe man. He's relentlessly positive. Mm. But in, his, but in his head You can imagine him going uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 the atmosphere I mean I know Turkish football stadiums Tend to have a good atmosphere People dig in Trying to get in With their hands Yeah, yeah that's it <laughs> All Popping up everywhere Yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> <Like> Little moles <laughs> but, yeah. That Schneider miss You're talking about It was really bad yeah. I, 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 I knew the result When I saw the highlights I thought oh god He's going to be mm. He's going to be gutted over that Given what happened Thinking that you know He should have buried that But then I saw his goal Which yeah. he made out of nothing And yeah, thought alright Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've, you've, Like just absolutely One touch to skin Two Real Madrid defenders. When, nice. when I saw the first miss, I, I couldn't stop myself thinking: if ever there's been a player who's got f- off the fat of the land, it's Wesley Schneider. <laughs> and they scored that goal. I was like, mm, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. That, it's that Wesley Schneider. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's nice but to see him care for another. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Drogba scoring with a sort of cheeky flicked back. That heel. was a great goal. Oh. Cristiano Ronaldo weighed in with a couple. Of yeah, of course yeah. he did. 
is that is something like forty eight goals in forty seven games? Is that is that for the season? It's or something. Like it's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, it isn't, is it? No. But um, yeah, a fabulous, um, a fabulous game there. Um, and, a th- and another three two was Dortmund three Malaga two. Of course, it was nil nil in the first leg. That was Malaga top. just needed a score. Draw. I love, I love that they, these games were so different as well because this yeah. was a real sort of topsy turvy one. That Dortmund game was just absolute <laughs> season. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Did you see the banner? Yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. Yeah. <laughs> the banner that the fans had was absolutely enormous. And, and what was it? It's a sort of cartoon character with binoculars. Yeah, it's like their animated mascot thing. Yeah, yeah, so good. I mean, check that out. If you, you know, <laughs> yeah. Dortmund banner really do. And um, Jurgen Klopp went nuts after the game. You oh, would do that. Lovely, oh, yeah, lovely yeah. post-match interview. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I'm, um, I'm a little bit disappointed about is that it's not the Germans and the Spanish teams in the semis because then you'd mm. actually get. I mean, because we could all probably agree they're the four best teams in Europe. Mm. So we get a Clasico in one and the Dortmund and Bayern Munich oh. in the other. And I'm the winner goes through. I'm that quite glad we're seeing Bayern versus Barcelona because I really want. I wanted to see that fixture. Pep's yeah. two and a half for each team. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's such a narrative to it. It's really, really. Dortmund good. have got a good chance against Real Madrid. You know that because uh, I mean, well, they've beaten them already, and they drew with them in the group stage. And Real Madrid, so. and Real Madrid um, Dortmund almost beat them at the Bernabeu. I think Real Madrid yeah. scored the last minute equaliser. Did they not? So uh, they've mm. got a real chance. They have, and they have they, they've picked up. They won six one this weekend. Bayern won four nil. Charles well. they, they have not. They've, those two clubs have not switched off. You know, they're, they're, these games are practice games for the Champions League now. I, I there are some German teams getting some hidings. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was a shame for PSG, I thought, because yeah, they played to, really well. To be honest, I don't think I've seen a team play football at the New Camp and, and actually you have. gone I was there with when a, you did. Sorry, <laughs> well, you haven't yeah, we we finished your cheeky sod. Um, to, to have a to have a plan to stick to it and execute it so well, mm. they were superb. Great they, on the counter, they, they yeah. got the goal. They went ahead. Um, they had They're a very unfortunate. Of, they should have won. They should have gone through. Yeah, they still had another chance to score, which you, you should have taken. You're not <coughs> going to get that many opportunities exactly. against. Barcelona. But wasn't it incredible though the way they, the way they played and, and, and Ibrahimovic was superb, especially for the first hour. They run down by the idea of Messi. It's true. Yeah, yeah. it's true. It Absolutely. really, really is. It changed the game completely, and it, it upped the Barcelona players' performance. Which and, and, it de- and it downed the, yeah. the PS. G players as well. If yeah. you know what I mean by it's that. not a worry as long as Lionel Messi can recover from hamstring injuries in like a week. Yeah. So it's just mental. <laughs> yeah. that yeah. Is it's mental. I looked up on the I looked up on the internet how long it should take. I mean, because I know and I found that there was different grades of tear and stuff. Which yeah, like, I, I, he obviously didn't have a serious. Turns out it's not black and white. But apparently the average <laughs> yeah. the average is like six weeks on average. Like, uh, yeah. mm. So I mean, even if it was a very slight tear or a pull, I mean, it's a, but it's just as soon as the goal went, he was stood up and I was but like, the, oh god, seeing that you celebrate. Oh, it was like it's like watching your goal get ruled out for offside. You look over the bench. The yeah, players yeah. they have in that team, though, they, sh- they shouldn't be. You know, well, let's not that forget Messi. Messi didn't, didn't actually score the goal. No, absolutely. But I mean, and of course, PSG are a great team. They're not sort of plucky mm. underdogs or anything with the money that's been spent. I on thought they were unlucky. They were throwing, I mean, yeah. over two games, Barcelona couldn't beat them. How yeah. nice to see D back in the Champions League. Oh, wasn't it? Newcastle. Wasn't oh. it? Started in Paris. Started yeah. the game in Paris. Came yeah. on the last ten. I just thought, oh, this is good enough for me. You had your framed picture of Sven. You had Beckham on the telly. You were happy. Latan and Beckham at the new camp. Yeah, once again, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. The Marcus Speller story. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, Bayern, Barca, um, Dortmund, uh, Madrid. Wonderful lineup um, for the uh, the Champions League. Right, that's the roundup. Let's go to Pete's game. Let's go to Pete's game, indeed. Stop. Stop. Is it Clive Mendonca? No. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> <laughs> Stop, Pierre Luigi Casiraghi. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, seriously though, do it properly this time. We've never yeah. had this. We've never had this one. So tell them about tell, so tell the listeners much. about the um, the little video one you did. So sorry, I did, they might not uh, have seen that. I did. Well, if you've not seen it, it's John Lukic. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out the website. Uh, what is that website again? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even on there. Stop <laughs> drinking. It's youtube.com forward slash football ramble. The best Where thing about I? it was I get the I'm email. Being, I'm on a sad day. I had a bloody Mary alone. And your team lost 3 0, remember? <laughs> the worst thing is YouTube. Don't forget that. You did a YouTube version of, of, of Pete's game, right? And um, obviously, people put comments on the YouTube video, yeah. and I get an email every time gets a comment. Right? <laughs> so that's fine. The first sort of 10 or so comments, John Lukic, right, fine. Yeah. Like 35 emails later, stop saying John Lukic. Every single email, John Lukic. You can see the comments. Stop commenting yourself. It's bizarre. It's not real. Like, you know, I couldn't suddenly sort of turn around and go, yeah, you got that one right. No, no. Because it's a video. But people yeah. have seen 20 comments saying John Lukic and commenting themselves going, John Lukic. <laughs> Right, we're going to get this right this week. Mm. Yes. Stop. Is it John Lukic? No. Okay. This, uh, this, these clues actually come from uh, a man from the forum. So we've not even it. done this. <laughs> <laughs> oh someone, God. someone at the forum's gone. Right. This is a. <laughs> I need to step this in here. A, this is a, You've had no, an intervention. This is a tribute to the forum. You may not care about this, Pete, but <laughs> we do. This is a tribute to the forum. <laughs> I'll go one foot on the beach and I'll catch. It's a tribute to you, be a lazy northern twat. <laughs> oh, oh, northern. That was a necessary race, wasn't unfair. it? <laughs> well, I came up with my own name. So up yours, uh, Jeopardy, Je- Jeopardy. No, as a general rule, tiny As a general rule, if you have to say it straight after what it is, yeah. then it's not that good. Marcus is uh, impressions of any famous people. Oh, there's a dick. Pete, I think maybe next week. I'm Craigie Brun. Craig Brown is actually very good. Yeah, mate. Next week, just put the title to the forum. Right. This is this. This comes from Sidlow's caveat. So thank you so much for these. I was born in Dublin in 1980. Stop. Sidlow's caveat. <laughs> Noel Quinn. No, not Noel Quinn. We'll, I've 1980? Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to Dublin. Noel Quinn. about. Noel Quinn's 32. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being so happy on the co-commentary board. Come on, then you have a go. Stop. Is it Damien Duff? No. Thank goodness Better. that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Better guess that. Well, it's both wrong. Yeah. Uh, when I was signed by a Premier League club for six million, it was a record for a fee paid for a, a teenager. S- stop. Is it Stephen Hunt? Is it Jesus? <laughs> is it Jesus of Nazareth? Is it Jedi Juton? Is it Stephen Hunt? Uh, no, it's not Stephen Hunt. Uh, stop, Stephen Island. No, not Stephen Island. Go on, Jim. Right. Okay. I, no, I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I, once, I once had a training ground fight with Edgar Davids. Ooh. Stop. Robbie Keane. Stop. It, it is Robbie Keane. Oh, yeah. you got there. <laughs> Robbie Keane. I should have got that with a six million. I yeah. thought it was Stephen Carr. No, definitely not Stephen Carr. My cousin Carr. is the Smith. Robbie Keane, a better guess. My, <laughs> my cousin is the Smiths <laughs> against Morrissey. Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't talk about that, did we? I scored in the final of the 2012 uh, MLS Cup to help win it for uh, LA Galaxy. Oh, that would be. I'm a sign for my boyhood club. Sidlow's caveat. Six occasions. Sidlow's caveat, make it more difficult. To be honest, I should have yeah. got it with a six. That, million, was, that was good. But it, it basically it was dedicated to um, Swedish House Furniture, which is an, another uh, guy on the forum. <laughs> who, a company. They, they're doing this kind of like fantasy football league uh, draft. 
and uh, regular poster Swedish House Furniture was the first to pick any player who has ever played in either Nazzle or the MLS he panicked and picked Robbie Keane not Pelé <laughs> 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 he, went for, he went straight for Robbie Keane so uh, well done uh, Swedish House Furniture and also well done uh, all the lads on the forum are getting involved and lasses for uh, footballramble.com forward slash forum yeah. there's no girls on there there's, there's a couple of girls on there and they've been hounded out. Yeah. <laughs> um, any correspondence? By the other members, quite regressive views. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so get yourself over there. Um, question of the week. Um, so you guys have a think, and you can. Um, this is quite a good one, actually. You can have a. You can have a think and have an answer yourself at the end. Um, the question this week to Twitter and Facebook was: If Tony Pulis loses his job as Stoke manager, what could you? Again. What could you? No. What could, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't Pulis last week. I was involved in what the answer. The one before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, if Tony Pulis loses his job as Stoke manager, what can you imagine him doing next for a job, and why? Um, so, <laughs> what have we got? <laughs> Paul Snoop says, school caretaker. He could encourage kids to hoof the ball in the air, then refuse to get it back when it goes on the roof. Yeah, I, I could that. actually imagine him doing that. Yeah, That's why I like that one. Uh, Morgan Green says, bouncer at a Turkish bathhouse. Yeah, again. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, spot um, on, man. Louis <laughs> Louis Falls on the Facebook just says forehead model. <laughs> Is that a thing? It, it would be a Pulis uh, um, David Mac This is one for you Marcus David McIntosh On the Facebook 70s cop drama With Kevin Keegan Oh lovely Keegan mm. gets the ladies Pulis is the muscle Going back to the Good cop bad cop theme <laughs> yeah. Could there be a better Good cop bad cop Combo than those two No Brilliant No they couldn't uh, Finbar Bevan Finbar's a good not, Irish name Not even Tango and Cash On, fa on Facebook says Go to Accrington Stanley To finish James Beattie off oh. <laughs> Not really a job No no But you get paid for or that Or a murder Um <laughs> Lee, Lee Harvey says a British style leisure centre manager <laughs> <laughs> there's something pointlessly officious about him I bet he loves a clipboard nice to hear from Harv yeah he is yeah definitely uh, Joe Denham on Facebook says a butcher he gets to wear a little hat and chuckle while he hacks at chicken thighs yeah, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, <laughs> yeah definitely definitely a butcher <laughs> and Chris Mooks like Fisher with, with, with my favourite he could be a new character on Angry Birds yeah, And to finish us off, uh, Kevin Anderson, I reckon he'll probably get another job as a football manager. He has plenty of experience. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the spirit of it, Kevin, really but thanks for that anyway. Still. Yeah. Mm. Good work. Yeah, I, I think uh, I've got nothing. Mm. Enjoyable. I think he could be um, an actor exclusively playing like orc style characters. There you go. Mm -hmm. Something we can all get behind. <laughs> <laughs> it's profile time. Damn you all. Um, and this week we've got the true home of football. It's Wembley Stadium. Oh. Coming into the Dean Windows Hall. No, no, we, it, it's the other way around. We can kind of keep the Dean Windows Hall of Fame in, yeah. in Wembley. It's oh, big okay. enough. Yeah. We've finally got a vessel. Not, not the Azteca Stadium or the American Bar. No. We'll put Wembley in that. This is, <laughs> right. No, yeah, it's, it's Wembley inside the Azteca inside <laughs> the American yeah. Bar. What a vessel. <laughs> <laughs> is this the old Wembley or the new Wembley? Uh, well, all of it. Both. Okay, right. Yeah. All the Wembleys. All, yeah. the, all of the Wembleys. Wembley's We can actually walk Keegan to the bit where he says he's not good enough to be England manager. Hang and on, do it. <laughs> don't, we'll come on to that. <laughs> Put that away. Um, Wembley Stadium opened in, in 1923. Oh bloody hell! It's a tricky one. Oh, 44 <laughs> years before the summer of love. Tricky for Mr. Matt. Is that the White Horse right? Cup final, Marcus? That was the White Horse Cup final. Yeah. It was officially known as the Empire Stadium and was built as the centerpiece of the 1924 British Empire exhibition. Mm. <laughs> 
How about that, eh? Yeah, the Did Empire. You know, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. Bloody Empire. Um, it costs £750,000 to bargain. build. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But remember, to listen to that metric. Yeah. Money was less. <laughs> Money then. was less. Yeah. <laughs> Just call me Paul Mason. <laughs> Economic editor at the BBC. Um, Money was less. And took 300 days to build. So oh, the, really? The Quicker time, the time well. was less yeah. as yeah. well. <laughs> but time did move fast. It, we still don't know. Safety rules were very, very. We much. still don't. It was, it was black and white. Certainly was quicker as we see. It was black and white. Well, it was black and white. So there wasn't that many colours to choose from. Yeah, that's That's why it's a bit grey. Or was. And everyone was sort of sort of the earth, so you could just knock stuff up really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And you and probably didn't even have doors. Didn't need to shut them down. Quicker. Passers by would just get involved. Exactly. Yeah. Give us a couple of bricks. Uh, what's this? New stadium. Bully. <laughs> For the Empires, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing, isn't it? <laughs> well, I suddenly hope to see some big scores in the future. <laughs> um, incidentally, the British Empire exhibition was enormous. It attracted about 27 million people from around the world. So wow. that's why... Because if you think... This, um, I thought well, it's a bit much to build a stadium for. Well, it's almost like a, like a world fair style thing, isn't it? Kind it's of, a yeah. Because at the time there was about fifty-eight countries or something like that in, involved mm. in, in the empire, just in the world. Because we colonised so much of it. Terrible empire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> naughty <laughs> empire. Yeah. Naughty empire. Well, back in your box. Yeah, exactly. Back why, in your why stadium. Why neck in Queenie? <laughs> But anyway, um, let's not go, go into that. Um, uh, and after the exhibition, the stadium was due to be demolished. Hmm. It was due to be demolished, but a man called Arthur Elvin, later to be knighted... Don't knock um, that down! <laughs> was, was, ...was his first quip. Um, I, like, I like to think he seriously... Seriously, it's, don't knock it down, it's pointless. <laughs> we just built it, it's pointless. <laughs> it's mental. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, they he, won't even do that with the Stratford one. No. <laughs> oh, no. I somehow know about. He, uh, he, he ended up buying the stadium and, and thus saved it. Who is this man? Um, uh, there's a whole story behind it. I can't be bothered to go into it. <laughs> just take a word for it. And that's why it's in the Dean Wilder's whole event. But, yeah. <laughs> Do your own research yeah. on that. Um, Do your own printing out. Wembley, it was ready four days. Shut up. Four <laughs> days before the 1923 FA Cup final between Bolton Wanderers and West Ham. Mm. Yeah, and people say that there was about double the amount of, of, of attendees than is officially recorded. The, ori the original capacity was 127,000, which is wonderful to think. It's a lot of standing, but yeah. um, there is believed that there was well over 200,000. Yeah, there, which there was because the people were spilling out of the pitch, and this is where the white horse and the policeman had to. That's right. Well, the yeah. FA had underestimated the amount of interest in the game, and, and thus the game was not actually ticketed. Wow. <sighs> Amazing. <laughs> they learnt from that. Yeah. <laughs> Quite dramatically. Um, and apparently around 60,000 fans didn't actually get in. There's so wow. many people still outside. Um, and, and this, the, the first ever FA Cup final, has the highest unofficial non-racing sports attendance in the world. Was this, what was the unofficial attendance then? It's not, it's not well, there's talk of like 300,000. Yeah, there's, there's talk yeah. up to that. Wow. You pr I think most people reckon there's probably that, like 240,000. That is <laughs> enormous. That's what, like half the population of Iceland? It's bigger <laughs> than, More than that. It's right? bigger than an ACDC gig. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Paul, I'm just going to the toilet. Where's the toilet? Where you stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, absolutely remarkably enough, um, it, it, the kickoff was only delayed by 45 minutes <laughs> because everyone was pretty much on the pitch and it was um, police constable George Scorney mounted on his uh, white horse called Billy that yeah. organised and controlled the whole bloody lot of them no one tried to punch that yeah. horse you know things were <laughs> yeah. nicer back then our horse is getting easier to punch Andy <laughs> <laughs> but that, that is video no <laughs> but, yeah <laughs> <laughs> our Kevin's getting easier to punch yeah. but by um, I mean that is extraordinary imagine playing that game 
I can't. Just imagine it. Well, uh, the Bolton Wanderers have won 2-0. Um, and apparently, when the first goal was scored, one of the West Ham players was still wading through the crowd after retrieving the ball for a throw-in. <laughs> <laughs> If you see the pictures, I mean, the, the fans are right up by the touchline. Yeah, Pulis <laughs> would be dis- gutted about that. Yeah. <laughs> There's no technical area there. No, no. <laughs> manager trying to get involved. Um, uh, David Jack scored the first goal at Wembley, um, the, the Bolton player, and uh, he, um, I think, is the first player to be transferred for a fee of more than ten thousand mm. pounds. Those VIP boxes must have been absolutely rammed. Yeah, they would have been. <laughs> for like sure. If, they, if everybody was like kind of up to the point that the pitch starts mm. and the horse kind of cleared that the mm. pitch off effectively like where would the horse go oh, exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you just yeah. dawdle around the pitch <laughs> <laughs> during the, the, game. the old Wembley you just got to start the way <laughs> <laughs> the, the old Wembley there was a um, hoof it the old Wembley there was a um, gap behind the goals wasn't there because it's an oval so it's quite a oh, big right, gap yeah. so you probably probably get there I mean, I, I'm guessing I don't know well yeah yours guess is as good as anybody no, I disagree yeah. <laughs> I'm a naysayer oh. Yeah. Oh, 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 the, the football was the main event exactly it was indeed um, <laughs> sorry about a tail <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet West Ham bridled when that goal went in <laughs> Come on, we've got to get to the bit where um, Kevin Keegan gets punched in a lay-by. I'm trying to think of a horse meat gag. <laughs> so, can't do it. Can't that. do it. Um, Wembley um, began to host England internationals there after they were previously played at the cricket ground, the Oval. I say I say internationals. The, in, the only internationals they played at Wembley were those against Scotland. Yeah. No other no other um, national teams were allowed. Is that when England... Were allowed? Is that when England... Well, I say allowed. Well, they weren't invited to. Is that when England just were well, the best at this? Yeah. yeah. You can't play us. They used to play Scotland, but I think in, in the second the second time they played Scotland in 19... 1928 Wembley Scotland won five one. Wow! So there was probably like, oh, we'll have you back and beat you next time or something. <laughs> uh, uh, but it, it, until 1951, that was then. Then, then teams then uh, were invited, <laughs> and then in 1953, Hungary went, ah, we've been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is on behalf of everybody else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wembley's hosted rugby league finals since 1929. I thought that was a fairly uh, recent thing. Mm. The stadium was also the main athletics venue uh, for the 1948 Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. But getting back to football, as we say, 1953 um, was the Matthews final, where the great Sir Stanley Matthews and his Blackpool team um, beat Bolton Wanderers 4-3. Matthews was instrumental in bringing uh, Blackpool back into the game when they trailed 3-0. Stan Mortensen's hat-trick in that game uh, was the only one scored in an FA Cup final at the original Wembley Stadium. Yeah, but it's still not known as the Stan Mortensen final. It's the mm. Matthews final, yeah. 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 Um, and as we said, uh, 1953 also saw Wembley's uh, one of my, Wembley's most famous matches when Hungary turned up and, and kicked the crap out of England beating them 6-3 with Pushkas and Co. possibly the first real footballing lesson England got on a, on a sort of a major mm, stage certainly not the last <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> and many more to come fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> well, well make a mental note of these of many these. more involving Bobby Robson <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. make a note of these ones because they're, they're quite sort of few and far between when England were beaten at Wembley and so on but we'll get yeah. to the new Wembley in a bit yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Electronic scoreboard and the um, the, the, the roof were, were added in 1963, mm. which uh, which gave the stadium its kind of um, its final and most iconic look. <clears throat> so yeah, there was no there was no roof on the stadium for, for years. Bearing in mind it's in England, which has been pretty <laughs> yeah. a terrible idea. Uh, of course, in '66 England hosted the World Cup um, and uh, England played Argentina in the quarter final. Argentina became the first nation other than Scotland to play at Wembley in a competitive international match. Wow, so it took till '66 that to happen. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, obviously you had the Hungary, but that was that was in the wasn't friendly. competitive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jessica Hurst got the only goal. And then 
England. All England's games were at Wembley, weren't they, in that tournament? So hey, no, not, not, not I think all of them were. They were in the knockout stages. In Euro 96, all England's games yeah, were. Yeah, they were. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, England then beat Portugal in the semi, and of course, West Germany uh, in the final. In the, in the 1960s, many a final was played there, including the 1965 Cup Winners' Cup when West Ham defeated 1860 Munich. Mm. Uh, 63 and 68 European Cup finals the latter being played between Benfica and Manchester United indeed uh, George Best was on the score sheet that was a lovely one um, there was a couple more European Cup finals played there in the 70s and a memorable one in 1992 was it 92 yeah Sampdoria Barca yeah, yeah the dream team yeah, Christ, yeah. Uh, dream team Barcelona Ronald Koeman scored an excellent was, was Ronald Koeman not top scorer in the European Cup that season was he I think he might have been yeah Look it up, fact fans. Yeah, indeed. Uh, th- I mean, there's been some fantastic FA Cup finals at Wembley. Because yeah. I mean, I can remember Pep Guardiola being especially okay. um, yeah, yeah. talking, especially uh, in, in um, hushed tones about how much he liked Wembley because of '92 when they okay. came when, they, when he came back as manager of Barcelona. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the FA Cup finals. I've, I've just picked a few out, um, and, and please feel free to wade in with any. Uh, Portsmouth won Cardiff City. Uh, we're coming to that. Yeah. Uh, 1978-79, the, the three-minute final. It was nicknamed with Arsenal beat Manchester United three-two. Mm. Yeah. Alan Sunderland getting the winner right at the death they were 2 nil up and then United I think it was something like 87 and 89 I think McQueen scored one and then they equalised and then Alan Sunderland scored straight mm. after talk to me about Keith Houcham <laughs> <laughs> 1986 1987 yeah Coventry 3 Spurs 2 yeah. Keith Houcham with the, with the greatest with diving header <laughs> in the history of football <laughs> Yeah, it's brilliant. Pete, you're a fan. I'm Hartley I remember him managing Hartlepool. Am I, am I remembering this what wrong, or was he in Coventry's brown kit? No, it was a blue and no, grey. They were in sky blue. Yeah, 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 yeah. What about? That was a fantastic um, final. Um, Big Ricky Villa. Oh, for yeah. Spurs. Yeah, Big Ricky V as well. Well, if you're going to go on against Spurs, you've got to do one for him. It's yeah, that's fair. true. Yeah. That's true. Um, can, you, uh, can we do uh, Dean Windass himself? Didn't he score his uh, playoff? Yes, ball? he did. For, for, uh, Dean Windass. Lovely yeah. volley. That was a great volley. volley in the playoff. For Hull. Um, 87 88, Wimbledon 1, Liverpool 0. The crazy gang. And the yeah. Liverpool 3 2 1 after the season. Straight after against yeah. Everton. See, so if you've got to give one against, you've got to give one for yeah. Liverpool. Mm. Um, and then the last FA Cup finals we played at Wembley was in 2000 when Chelsea beat Aston Villa 1 0 with uh, Roberto Di Matteo scoring the goal. Mm. Um, yeah, some fantastic playoff finals yeah. as well. The one with Glenn Hoddle involved with Swindon Town. I think we mentioned that in his his profile. The last international match played there um, was quite fittingly against Germany. And they beat us, and they, they <laughs> quite beat fittingly one yeah. 0 with a Didi Hamann goal. Yeah. And it was a dreadful affair. It was an awful game. England lost, and, the, and it, it, I mean, it probably shouldn't have gone ahead. There was that much rain. Mm. Seaman was to fault for the goal. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, he didn't couldn't scramble across quick enough. Could it, was he? A, it was a decent hit. Aye. Um, <laughs> And that was when Kevin Keegan uh, resigned pretty much as England manager. Just, well, I'm so it, wet and it cold. Was, it was a dreadful day for English football. <laughs> <laughs> Last day at Wembley, beaten by um, Germany uh, in, in an important qualifier. <laughs> Lost the best manager we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> The stadium might as well have just man. fallen down. Yeah, yeah, must have, yeah. But you must have shut a tear when Keggy chucked, <laughs> chucked it in. Surely. It was a long time. You were probably drunk, were you? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh dear. Wembley was then knocked down and rebuilt, um, which took Didn't take long. Than, took more than Turned it around like that. <laughs> Turned it around. Bargain. Absolute yeah. bargain. Oh, no worries, mate. This will be done for the new season. No yeah. problem. Wait, Wait, won't fuck you over, honestly. No, won't cost you hardly any money. Uh, 750. Oh, there was an Australian company involved. Uh, 757 million pounds and uh, a handful of years later. Almost bankrupted the Football Association <laughs> in the country. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> my favourite fact about it is, and I think it's a fact, but for the purposes of the round, it's I a think fact. It's fact it's right, yeah. Is that um, apparently they Luke like Moore's possible facts? <laughs> that'll do. A lot of the uh, metal they laid to put seats into yeah. was found to be the wrong type of metal that would actually conduct electricity. So they ever had to yeah. do um, a an ECG on someone, it would, it would kill everyone. The whole fucking ground. That's, That's true. I remember yeah. that. Nah, yeah. it was a mistake. <laughs> Don't worry about that, mate. <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> Why did we hire our greatest sporting rivals? Do we, do we have? A, did we have any Australian listeners? I don't think no. we, we did. Yeah. <laughs> Up until the profile, we did. Yeah. Um, apologies. What metal Australia. did you use? Mercury. Oh god! Got <laughs> <laughs> in rivers. When you say metal, <laughs> that the, 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 the foreman. When you say metal, <laughs> it's what? chocolate and metal. <laughs> Is it that Oh god metal? I thought it was metal But these are just Kit Kats It's <laughs> the <Yeah. Just> foil <laughs> <laughs> This is going to cost Another hundred billion pounds yeah. <laughs> Just give it to me I'll sort it out yeah. um, It was opened in 2007 <laughs> 2007 <laughs> Or the years we lost Yeah Cardiff of course Saved the day mm. um, The capacity uh, Is now 90,000 Making Wembley The second biggest stadium In Europe I do like the new Wembley I've been there most, It's a great most stadium a few yeah, times. I like it's, it Oh it bloody should be no, but I like <laughs> it <laughs> Long yeah, enough We've no, got that wrong We only attend Club FA matches <laughs> <laughs> I like it pitch side But yeah. I, th- I just find The interior of it And, and the sort of approach to it, It's all very like Airport land so, yeah, oh, absolutely. It's like the old you know, two I think it, Yeah, yeah. yeah. The old two I mean when we went there For the semis of the FA Cup last season there were sort of there were a couple of people just playing sort of like violins and things in the <laughs> in the corridors and like it's just yeah. it's just odd yeah, that is <laughs> yeah but that's Club Wembley though you're yes but yeah, still yeah. absolutely no punch ups <laughs> despite our best efforts hunt. yeah I know um, the Twin Towers have not gone. like this weekend the arch <laughs> the archway um, is now there and a marvellous statue of Sir Bobby Moore Yes, my favourite yes. addition to that whole site, mm, mm. I think. Scott Jackson, it, uh, which basically <laughs> has now led to every single person not yes. from London saying, "We'll just meet the Bobby Moore statue." Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> so you can't get within about twenty metres of it. <laughs> the first match played at the new turf at Wembley was one between England under twenty ones and Italy under twenty ones. I'm going to say Massimo Macaroni. Did he Incorrect. score? Incorrect. Pazzini. 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 Currently at Milan. Scored the first goal at the stadium after twenty eight seconds and the first hat trick. There you go. He was like, he was like, I'm going to get all the records. No worries, guys. That's taking care of now that's what he's like yeah. <laughs> an Italian under 21 players stealing yeah. all the yeah. do you know who scored the, fir- the first Englishman I was at the game and I do remember mm. and it was a lovely free kick prepare to be underwhelmed David Bentley oh, it, was, oh. it was a good free kick to be fair Yeah, I was at the game I was at the game Did go to his head? guys I was at the game guys alright yeah. calm down I was there yeah, you carry on, <laughs> I remember saying to him at the time you carry on scoring goals like that Bentley you'll get yourself a loan move to Rota Volgograd <laughs> <laughs> or wherever he's gone now Is that where he went? <laughs> Who no, knows yeah. uh, Still can kick a football And skip though Yeah um, And that's the main And that's the yeah. real quiz <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Did you say skip bar? No you're definitely a football <laughs> A little uh, office reference um, England's first full international uh, was, <laughs> was against Brazil I was there again <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, And it was, uh, it was It was one all John Terry Got the first uh, full international. How the one percent live, eh, everyone? <laughs> How the one percent live? John yeah. says, set up by Dbeck. So you missed that goal because you were still uh, snaffling a bit of food, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now we know which team that uh, Mark has actually supported. It's England. Um, the <laughs> first, the, one of those the first club game played there was the 2007 <laughs> FA Trophy final between Kilimanjaro and Sunderland, and I was also there. <laughs> 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 I was. <laughs> You just do that thing like in a cinema where you go and watch one film and then just skip the other one. Yeah. I did a Tom Hanks in the fucking terminal. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, there was um, but uh, Stephen Jabara won three two. It was a really good game, and there was an amazing bit where we were sat 
back row. Who's we? Oh, my, my friends. Me and the other guys. They do exist. Wembley. They, they do just exist. Hang around. Um, and this guy who'd been sat in front of us the whole game hadn't said a word. Looked very sort of mild mannered chap. And then when Stevensborough got a last minute winner and scored, and he just erupted with swear words. You effing cheese! That word. Said a word for <laughs> eighty nine minutes. Wow. Yeah. Wonderful. And that's, no, how, you met, that's how you met Lord Ramble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very good. During quite, your time as a steward at Wembley. Quite remarkable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite remarkably, Jim Millwall hold the record for the number of fans at the new Grand Bar One Club, in, in the, which was in the League One playoff final, forty-nine thousand six hundred sixty. I mean, I, I suppose for FA Cup finals, fans probably only uh, clubs only get say thirty-five thousand. Based on that semi-final, yeah. I don't know how many of them left. <laughs> yeah. Probably not as many. They've ruined the legacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first FA Cup final played there at the new Wembley was Chelsea one Manchester to nil. I wasn't at that game, oh. but one of us was at the second one. Portsmouth one, Cardiff two, and uh, nil. <laughs> what a day out it was! Hey, yeah. I went through a stage as a Pompey fan, going to Wembley about five times in two seasons. Yeah, you because we had two years later. Because we had the semi mm. uh, against West Brom, the final. Then we had the Community Shield. Yeah. Mm. Then we had the semi against Chelsea at uh, Spurs. Yeah. Then we had the final against Chelsea. Yeah. It's uh, scenes. Yeah. <laughs> League two next season. Well, Cheers. <laughs> 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 it's when both the club and Luke seem to have money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. only one of those is true. <laughs> uh, it was all fine when Harry was uh, yeah. was there, wasn't he? Three years back, three years of Peter Story. <laughs> That's what I say. Get Harry back now. I thought you're right up. Yeah. You're fired. All uh, uh, we need is a new pitch. That's <laughs> <laughs> all we need. <laughs> pitch this. Um, the stadium of the 2011 Oh for the record though By the way The second cup run To the 2010 final Was under Uncle Avi of course ah, I'm not yes. reading that 2011 Champions League final Was also yeah, hosted there It was Barcelona 3 Manchester United 1 and, uh, the, A friend the, of mine Put money on Man United Winning that 3-1 That made me laugh Just yeah. the idea of Barcelona Silly, silly sausage <laughs> yeah. um, Wembley will host the uh, also, He's a good friend of mine Actually who also um, Gave me some chocolate bars To give to you guys But I've forgotten them Oh, so, it's nice of him, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this year, the Champions League final will be held at Wembley again, marking the FA's 150th anniversary. Mm. No, two, the English team in it. Two, but, but Wembley Stadium, champs. What a wonderful mm. place. Uh, the home of football. It means so much to so many people, don't it you think? It really does. Like, the, the idea, when, you were, when you were a kid, the idea of getting to Wembley for a final was just magical. You know, Which is really what I was showing you the semis there now. Yeah. Absolutely. It really yeah. has taken that away. But, but also, again, the FA are bankrupt yeah. <laughs> so it has to happen because of Wembley <laughs> yeah. but it's just that kind of like that long walk up to the original yeah. Wembley and, and even this Wembley's quite Wembley special way. as well mm. Wembley way or Olymp Olympic way it was cool there's a certain amount of magic of, 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 of being able to leave a game five minutes early yeah. to get to the, the tube station and get yourself home <laughs> <laughs> Wembley Stadium <laughs> No <laughs> You're not having that But Wembley means like So much to people Around the world Yeah Like players in all um, Different countries All dream about Playing at Wembley yeah. mm. there, And there are chants All over the world About going to Wembley Yeah stuff, exactly which is, which is It seems odd From you know Being so close to it But it, it's It's a really Unique place A unique place And it's coming into the Dean When that's all the fame Finally, that the, the uh, players of the Universal Hall of Fame can play knockout Wem. That's it. Knockdown Wem. Knockdown Wem. That's it this week, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you had a lovely time. If you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. And the website is thefootballramble.com. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Bye bye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me, darlings. <laughs> Thank you.
burped into a sock. <laughs> That's horrible, isn't it? Burping into a rolled up sock. You are a disgusting human being. Twin Towers have gone, Jim. Mm. I know. What actually happened to the Twin Towers? They've been them off. Um, Islamic fundamentalists. <laughs> no. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.